What's in your cup? What's in my cup, you ask? Oh, just some flavored water. I seem to have found myself on white diet mom TikTok, where they put juices and powders and shit in their water to make it taste better, and that way they get their daily hydration. Wow. And, uh, and I've fallen right into the trap. And now China has all your data. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? I'm sorry. But they're going to like shut down TikTok before we can like see each other again and go through all the, the backlog that we have. We send each other TikToks like all the time. And then when we see each other, we watch them. And mm-hmm. if they like ban this shit, I hope it's not soon. I, I yeah I don't know <laughs> but I think at first I was like honestly yes take it away from me I need this addiction like ripped from me I do not need it anymore I just need it to go away and then I realized there's so many like small businesses that rely on TikTok yeah. and so many like I'm not really sure that I care about the influencers if I'm being honest but like that's their business that's their job and like it's taking that away from people and that's actually kind of really sad it is sad here's what's probably going to happen there will be some sort of American version of it that pops up probably there'll be some sort of Mm. new TikTok thing that's like that everybody migrates to but what's gonna suck is that everybody's gonna have to start over again so it's like people that are caught lightning in a bottle the first time you know what i mean it's it's that's a hard starting over like i can't imagine having to rebuild our take three empire you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and and our our take three tiktok presence you're right exactly our take three talk our our (laughs) take take Tick three talk. Oh, I like I that. Know. Yeah, don't try to perfect that anymore. It's already perfected. <laughs> Take three talk. I don't know how we got here, but um, yeah, I'm drinking flavored water now, and I don't care what chemicals is being put in my body. I'm I'm drinking water, and I'm having a good time doing it. So he sent me a text the other day, and was like, I don't know exactly what it was, but he was like, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, TJ Maxx is marvelous or wonderful or something. <laughs> like everything I wanted was on sale. I literally so I. Maybe I've I've discovered these women two days before I went to TJ Maxx to find these syrups myself. And literally the flavors that I was looking for were on the clearance table for like a dollar each. And I was like, oh, I, I was planning on treating myself to a new like tumbler or cup as well. What was there right next to the syrups for $10 in the color that I wanted? A brand new cup. So I got that too. I refuse to see this as a bad sign. Uh, so I just did it. I took the plunge and here I am. So oh, you know I'm what? hydrated. Are you? I just understood now that you've repeated it because you did say I refuse to take it as a bad sign. I didn't fully understand. Like, obviously it's not a bad sign. That's great. But like, if it's all on clearance, like why? Why is it got on it. clearance? Exactly. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Well, it's because they have to move the merchandise and, you know, I mean, you never I guess, know. But I don't know. Maybe it's just my algorithm, but it seems way more popular than I was expecting. I was fully expecting to go to TJ Maxx and find it all sold out, but twas not. And I got my uh, I got my flavors. So and what um, is your flavor now? Oh, I'm <laughs> glad you asked. Uh, I used <laughs> <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> raspberry syrup with a mango peach. A powder from I don't know Sunkist or one of the Crystal Light or something I don't know and then I put a splash of vanilla almond in it to make it like a little bit more vanilla-y and desserty and it's really good some may argue that it's just juice now um and they're probably correct but um shut the fuck up so you told me 
that your mom sometimes listens to this, right? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. You really didn't know that Jordan was gay. <laughs> you really had no idea. She, they had their suspicions. Okay. They for sure did. No, I'm sure. I, <laughs> I'm sure they knew. Uh, no, it's it, it actually sounds good. Like that, it looks good. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. good. To me, any sort of flavored water has always just tasted like watered down something. If you guys can hear a dog, I don't know that dog. I don't know him or her or them. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to gender the dog. But the dog is outside and they're barking, and I don't know that dog. I am not to be blamed for the dog. The they nine? The they, oh my god. I just came up with that. Wow. It's the, it's the hydration. It's it's just, you know, I'm a different person. <laughs> we need to take this little clip out and put it on our take three talk. Yeah, we do. We do. Anyway, to kind of shift gears into why we're doing this today, uh, it has been a very long time since we've talked about movies. We just started a new season. I feel like there's a lot that we could catch up on. So I figured we could sort of look at our backlog of movies that we've seen um, since November, which I think is the last time that we published anything. It's Christmas. We had an episode for Christmas. We had an episode what episode did we have for Christmas? Our Christmas no. Winter Holiday Spectacular. <laughs> what movie did we do? We talked about the movies that we were most excited for for 2023. And That's right. We did do that. That was a quick take, right? Yeah. And that would be why it was not on our Instagram, which is my source for all of this. So yes, since December. So what, three months? If only we had a website. <laughs> I was watching this video while I was while during our little break and it was this little girl and she was getting mad at her dad because he wasn't crying when Mufasa dies in Lion King. Mufasa dies in Lion King? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> she was he was like, Why are you crying? She's like, Cause his dad died. He's like, Yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm sad. And she's like, No, you're not. No, you're not. He's like, What do you want me to do? She says, Help him. Pick him up and help him. <laughs> He's like, he's this not real. Oh, it's <laughs> funny. Kids are stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay, so starting in January, I'm notoriously bad at logging the content that I consume. Shame but the me. first thing I have, shut up, is the menu. Yes, same. Oh, cool. I was like, because we definitely watched that together. That movie is so bleak, but it's so good. Oh, it's so fun? Are it's you just, kidding? It, I mean, okay, so like it's... Okay, it is very fun and funny. It's like laugh out loud funny in places, but it's also extremely bleak. The balance that it strikes there is probably my favorite thing about the movie, honestly. Like I obviously love the actors in it, but really kind of not knowing if it's going to have like a happy or triumphant ending or just a really sort of horrible, disturbing ending because you couldn't really get a vibe on the tone. You know what I mean? I feel like in some movies you can kind of like at least assume that what we're supposed to be feeling is that there's a way out of this for the the characters that we like in the movie. You know what I mean? Like we're rooting for them to escape. But in this, I was like, wow, I I have absolutely no idea if everyone here is just going to have a really bad time by the end of this movie. I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but like it's just going to wind up really bad for everybody. Does that make sense? It does. And I think that the comedy comes from the fact that like, yes, while it is a bleak scenario, it doesn't feel as bleak because you don't really care that this terrible thing is happening to these terrible people. 
I yeah. remember you, I mean, we just had the Oscars and you talked to me a lot about Banshees of Inishirin and how sad and bleak that movie was. But I feel like you kind of, you, I assume I haven't seen it, but you kind of like love those characters and you don't want bad things to happen to them where I feel like it's a very different dynamic for something like this or, uh, or triangle of sadness. Like when bad things are happening to bad people, there's a little bit of like, there's comedy there. Totally. I mean, honestly, you really, at the end of the day, you care about one of these people. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I fucking rad. For sure. We also watched Atsuko Akatsuka, Okatsuka, her special on HBO. I rated that four stars. I thought it was fabulous. I want. I just want to give that a shout out to recommend that. That comedy special is so fucking funny. She's hysterical. I, I honestly, like, when I rate comedy specials, like, I'm normally on such a high, they just all get five stars. <laughs> I, so we, we jumped over one that I logged, but it was horrible. <laughs> Terrifier 2. Oh, I didn't watch that one. We did watch it. I, my, my review was straight up made it 20 minutes into this one. So fucking stupid. Oh. Yeah, we watched. We didn't watch it. We watched well, I still logged it. it and I still gave it one star. <laughs> You're so bad at this game. Smile is next. I actually really enjoyed that movie i liked it too did not get the best reviews uh and i think it was because i was expecting it to be bad and i was like oh this exceeded my expectations so i enjoyed it um i don't think it was a perfect movie by any means but i thought it was a lot of fun and i would watch it again i think the next one was avatar right we watched the way of water i have nothing to say about that i it was fine it what hasn't been said about that movie do you have anything to add I really enjoyed it. I had fun. I wish we'd have sat closer in the theater. We sat kind of far back and I didn't feel as immersed as like the people in front of us kept getting up and like they were like tag teaming the bathroom. I understand the movie's three hours long, (laughs) but you guys don't need to go back and forth to the bathroom like six times. But I did did not feel immersed. We had 3D glasses on, but I, I still really enjoyed it. I don't think there's a single movie that James Cameron has directed that I don't love. So this isn't my favorite of his movies, but it's... Probably yeah. like in the top three or four. Something I put in my uh, review was too much of something special makes it less special. And I feel like I got really burnt out in this movie where like it was just a lot and it was too much of like the same thing. And while that thing was very beautiful and, you know, very impressive, it, it got kind of old a little bit. And I also don't like how little airtime Zoe Saldana's character got. I, I really think that they did her dirty in this movie and i hope that they improve on that in the next couple because i think she's like the best character in in these two movies they have to give her stuff to do moving forward or i'm going to be upset yes i agree like i guess she's gonna need more to do i don't know if like she'll be the full-on star of the movie of the next one but i I don't know i i do why not I don't know. I, I like truly just because she wasn't the star of this one. So I don't know. Why can't she be? I, I just think that 100% like in, in agree. One, she, I love her as well. Her and Sigourney yeah. Weaver are my favorite characters, but I don't know. I, I just, in the first one, she was this like mega warrior. And I feel like in the second one, she just took a back seat and, and she just lost. They didn't give her as much of that oomph as she had in the first one. And I was really disappointed by that. But we talked about the fact that, spider the like the one human person in like the whole yeah. movie or whatever is mm-hmm. in scream six 
Jeff Champion. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, like we a completely it. different fucking human being. Like he looks <laughs> so different. I mean, like, understandably, I don't know how long ago he shot, you know, his parts of that movie, but I, he does look like he's aged to some degree. <laughs> and it's funny because we found that out watching a review of Scream, and we were both surprised, I think. Unless you knew that before. So I, I feel like at one point I had heard it. Like, it's not the first time I'd heard that bit of information, but yeah, like, seeing the movie, like, I did not recognize him. But anyway... I I really liked Avatar. I'm sad you didn't. I totally get that this movie has made like over $2 billion. And at this point, it's like, how on earth can you ever doubt James Cameron? But there was a 10-year gap between this one and the last one. So people who were like super thrilled with the last one had to wait a very long time. Now, the third one comes out next Christmas, I believe. 2024. Oh, I'm sorry. Next, next year. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next or like 2024. Yes. Not okay. the, not this coming up Christmas, but the next one. I don't know if that's like enough time to have that like fervor, you know, because I mean, what what other word can you use to describe a movie that grosses two billion dollars at the box office? Like <laughs> it has to have stirred up some <clears throat> some fervor in the community. I mean, people, I have to be seeing this multiple, multiple, multiple times. I also like, and I have no doubt that he will top it or at least get very close to it, but some spoilers for uh, this second movie, they basically revived the villain of the first one by making a backup copy of himself. And it's like you introduced something that basically makes the villain invincible so no matter how many times you kill him he always has a backup copy of himself and it's like i feel like that introducing that aspect while it's very clever i think doesn't leave a lot of room for creativity in terms of creating like a more dynamic or scarier villain so it'll be really interesting to see how they take that uh because that was something that was a little bit confusing to me i I don't know why they did that i mean i know why they did it i just think it was I don't know how they're going to fix that or how they're going to address that moving forward. I'm glad that they did it because I love that character, but I totally see what you mean. I mean, they really just need to switch to something else in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the next one, just so it doesn't feel stale because again, like this movie is avatar one in a lot of ways, just with water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any of note at the end of January. Do you have any others from January? Oh, I watched sick. It's a horror movie about the pandemic and Kevin Williamson, who wrote scream. And I know what you did last summer wrote it. And I was, you know what? People have been like, you're too hard on that. So maybe, maybe I was, but I did not really care for it. Like I did not like the characters. So I really did not care. Like if they lived or died, there were definitely some like cool aspects to it, but I honestly don't really think that that had much to do with the writing. When I think of things that the writer needs to get right, it needs to get like pacing right and like character development right. And I don't know that I ever really gave a shit. (laughs) February, the two movies that I logged were both pretty pretty big disappointments. I have five. But one was a rewatch. Okay, so I watched The Burbs. I don't know why I watched The Burbs. It was I. It was a movie. That's all I have to say about that. I don't feel one way or another about it. I also watched 
licorice pizza. That's one that's been on my list for a very, very long time. And I feel like if I was watching it with the right people, I probably would have enjoyed it more, but I was kind of bored throughout the whole thing. Have you seen that one yet? Is that the movie with the Heim girl in it? Yeah, yeah. It actually has all three. That was a very big surprise and a very pleasant one as well. Oh, well, thank you for spoiling it. Um, Appreciate it. It's not a spoiler. You said it's a very big surprise. And then you literally just told me. I didn't know that they were in it. They they are characters in the movie, but it's not me like either. Sorry for bringing that to your attention. No, it's probably okay. in the beginning credits. Anyway. No, honestly, I, I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, it did not look interesting to me. And oh uh, man, why can't I think of that fucking guy's name? He's made some movies that I am just PTA. I, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. I have trouble sitting through sometimes. I think he can make some some slow burns sometimes i think and that's what this was this one was it was tough to get through and i like the ending was fine and i'm not sure it was worth the trudge to get there and i'm realizing that i think this is the only movie that i've seen of his um, i do want to watch boogie nights at some point but um i will say uh is it alana alana Hyam? yeah yeah she was fucking incredible i will watch her in anything I would say it's worth the watch to see it just for her. And I think that's a true statement, but like go into it knowing that it's probably not going to be like one of the greatest movies you've ever seen, but it, it is worth it to just see her act because I think she did such an incredible job. Oh, I um, bet. I love her. The only two that I logged were Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which I cannot <laughs> tell you like how meh I was because I had, I really did not have high hopes. I did not watch this movie. I don't plan to. It did so bad. I feel like they're probably going to like make it so you don't have to have seen it. They don't want the audience to have had to have seen it when they clearly did it. I think my biggest problem with it, uh, a lot of people's problem is the special effects. They're not spectacular, but I didn't really care that much about that. It feels like almost nothing matters by the end of it. It's sort of like a like the same issue that you really have with the first two, which is just that like in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't really matter. Like it really didn't even affect the characters within the story. With the way this movie was advertised, I never would have thought that. They made this movie seem like it was like earth shattering. Going to change right? the tra- yeah, the trajectory yes. of this universe. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. And like maybe 5 minutes before the movie's over, you think it's going to and then they just Honestly, like I'm not, I don't even feel bad about saying this. They have like the biggest cop out ending like and I'm I don't understand how anybody thought it was a good idea when they had to have known that like everybody would roll their eyes at how easy everything gets sewn up in the end. It's so like I don't know. It's, it's a shame. Dumb. It really it it was it was not great. The standout is Michelle Pfeiffer. She's pretty much the female lead of this movie. She's fantastic. The only other thing I watched in February was Megan. M3 again. That shit was you so fucking overhyped. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head when you said that everything was pretty much shown in the trailer. Like, you get the movie from the trailer. There's really nothing else to it. I honestly am beginning to think that, like, maybe I should just not watch trailers. I I did that for a very long time. There was a whole year that I went without watching a single trailer. Wow, I really wish I could tell you like how that went or like <laughs> describe my findings, but uh, you don't remember them at all, do you? I don't remember how it affected me much. I mean, yeah, you kind of just you kind of just go by word of mouth, I guess. 
it's hard when your favorite YouTuber is literally named beyond the trailer. Grace Randolph dissects trailers. I love her so much. <laughs> but I just really don't like trailers. Moving on to March, I just binge watched Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Scream 5, and then I watched <laughs> Scream 6. I think, honestly, it's probably in my top two favorite Scream movies. I love it so fucking much. I thought it was magnificent. The location change, the new characters, the violence, the way that they're able to subvert our expectations, a lot of the Easter egg inclusions that are for like super fans and stuff of the franchise. It just felt to me like in the fifth one, they really were trying to honor what Wes did with Screams 1 through 4. And in this one, I felt like they were able to take a little bit more liberty and do things a little bit more like the way they want to. I mean, certainly there are things that mirror some of the earlier screams. I don't want to like spoil anything, but this movie, it, it felt like they were truly like off to the races. And I just want to see, I want to see scream at a log cabin in the <laughs> snow. I want to see a scream road trip movie. I can't just have screaming Woodboro anymore. We've done that a bunch we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, they've proven that they can do it outside. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, so Scream 2 and 3, which uh, 3 is arguably the worst, but it's still enjoyable. 2 and 3 and uh, 6 don't take place in Woodsboro. It injects something so fresh into the story, like a location change. I don't know. Like You don't realize how much a location change can do for a story until you actually like are watching it. I did not expect to have so much of New York play such an interesting part in Scream 6. Like with the subway and the bodega and like the windows scene. And I don't know. It was just really cool. I agree. I think of all of them, this was certainly my favorite. Um, again, all six Rogers, of them? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I forgot. We were talking about it right after we had seen it and I it was hard to get a beat on how you felt. But then we talked to one of our friends about it and you were like, yeah, it's good for a Scream movie. That's the thing is I I don't reach for these kinds of movies. I know. They're not I my know. favorite genre. But of the ones that I have seen, like if you were to force me to watch one of these six movies, I would reach for this one. Really? That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And I'm very happy that it made you happy. Like that's. That's, I'm glad that it was successful. And we went home after the theater and watched all of your favorite YouTubers talk about it. And it seemed like it got pretty high praise from a majority of them, or if not all of them. So it was that's good. such a good experience. The only other movie I have logged is Triangle of Sadness. Wow. What a time. I fucking love that. That movie, movie is so good. <laughs> I think it could probably be like a half hour shorter. The I first was... half hour does not need to be in the movie. Everybody, yeah, if a... the movie could have started on the boat, we have this like part that almost made me turn it off because I was like, what is this? What are we watching? Like, I <laughs> thought I knew what this was about and this is not it. And it is taking so long. And like, honestly, the character development that we get here, I don't care about like those are not the characters that i'm even <laughs> interested in yeah it is interesting that they picked those two like the if you watch the movie they focus on two characters in the very beginning and i feel like like why did they choose to focus on them when yeah they're like the least massive, interesting group 
Yeah, there's so many more people in the group that that we could, you know, dive into their histories. But yeah, like where, like why, why does it take 35 minutes, 40 minutes for us to meet fucking Woody Harrelson? But still, <laughs> it's like once you do, it's like this movie's amazing. Yeah, there's a certain point when it turns a little bit, and it just gets. It's oh my god, what a time! And I'm sure there's a reason for it. I'm sure there is. This movie is brimming with is that the term brimming with metaphors and reasons and stuff and intention and someday i would love to study it but uh i'll save that for another day but yeah it was good it was good if you can sit through it it's it's worth it for sure and if you have to fast forward it stop when they get to the boat (laughs) and you just play it from there like straight up there's really you that's okay like you will not miss anything so I was like, wow, you didn't log Puss in Boots? And then I remembered it's because you fell asleep three quarters of the way through it. Oh, well, I should have logged it, though. Because yeah, I, I, you know, I, I tried it. I it liked cute. it. I liked I it. Too. I was just sweepy and it was slow. <laughs> it kind of, it stalled there at the end. So I was like, meh. And you told me, you know, it kind of it ends how you think it would end. So I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty predictable, but that it didn't make it any less fun. It was beautiful. Love that style of animation. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It was just really, really well done. And I enjoyed it a lot. I have a couple more that I logged. Um, I'm on this uh, Cronenberg kick. And I really, really wanted to watch. Is it Infinity Pool? That's his newest one or one of their newest ones. No, that's not David Cronenberg. That's... um... His dad or his, his son, or son. son. I never know the difference between the two. Um, but there was the other one. What's the one with uh, Kristen Stewart? Um, That's David Cronenberg. Crimes of the Future. Yes, I really that one was on my list for forever, and I just found out that it was on Hulu for free. Hulu. <laughs> so to prep for that movie, I watched Existence with uh, Jude Law and Jennifer Jason Lee. Have you seen that? I have not seen that, but that's like one of his first movies, right? Well, yeah, one of the first. It was a lot sillier than I was expecting. It was really difficult to take it seriously. But honestly, I think you would like it. I, I genuinely really? think you would like that movie. If if only for Jennifer Jason Lee, I don't think it was one of her best performances, but I, I, think, I think you wouldn't care. I think just seeing her in this way, I think you would love. I really don't like David Cronenberg, but I would totally give it a shot if you think that i would like it i could be very wrong you could hate it you usually it are <laughs> it is kind of gross in parts but yeah and then i turned on crimes of the future got halfway through it and i was like i am not sure that this director is for me i do intend on finishing it i just i i just don't think i get it kristen stewart's great in it i, I just watching her perform in this is a blast but yeah, that's that's my adventures with the Cronenberg so far. I did also want to take some time to talk about Last of Us. I love that show so much. It is the best video game adaptation ever. That's the popular opinion, yeah. Easily. Like, <laughs> I don't have any video game consoles, but I want to play this fucking video game, man. I, <laughs> I love the, these characters. I love this story. And I cannot wait for season two. It's so fucking good. I love that Bella Ramsey's getting attention. I think she's so sweet, immensely talented. 
Pedro Pascal, we already knew that he had this in him, so it's like it's not even a surprise, but it's still a joy to watch him and uh and Bella. Interact. You know what's so funny is that like to me Bella Ramsey doesn't really look like Ellie in the the game, like the video mm-hmm. that I've seen of her, but you know she looks just fucking like Ashley Johnson, the person who plays Ellie in the game. Do you think so, really? I, she plays her mom in in the show. They, to me, look very similar. I feel like Bella Ramsey has some very distinct like features, eyes. like her nose and her eyes. Yes, I yeah. feel like I feel like she does too. I guess I don't notice that right away, but I, I could be convinced. It just felt very serendipitous that they were able to play mother and daughter because yeah, not only are they. Did the, you know? Have they brought the same character to life that neither of them really look like, but they look like each other? It's so <laughs> that's so weird to me. But that is one really cool thing. Is like like my sister played the game, and she was showing me like the different people. Like I I, I knew just from watching that, like after the episode, little documentary part that certain people had 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 cameos like the guy that played Joel had a cameo but a couple of the actors that were from the game were in the show as well and that that just makes me again oh I think that was from a conversation we were having in Matilda but still (laughs) just it was still this evening where it's cool like when you are adapting or remaking something and you acknowledge the fact that you know, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now if you hadn't done what you did. So let's bring you and make you a part of this and let you be, you know, I just, that's really special. I mean, obviously it would be weird if it didn't happen because the creator of the game is so instrumental in this show. I think he wrote and directed a couple episodes. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't have a single flaw. I think it's perfect. It's holding me over. Well, now it's not because it's fucking over too. But it it held me over momentarily from the House of the Dragon. I was on House of the Dragon withdrawals. I need another really, really, really brilliant television show. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race is not cutting it anymore. <laughs> Tune in sometime after this for our next episode, which, if all goes according to plan, will be a surprise episode, and I will be picking the movie to do a take three on yeah i'm excited about that because the last time you picked a surprise for me it was scooby-doo so that made me happy (laughs) 